This is Plant-Based Briefing. Should we make tennis vegan? Part 2 by Jordi Casamajana at veganfta.com. And I'm Marian Erickson, your host, and if you haven't listened to yesterday's episode, do that first because this is the second half. Now let's get to today's Plant-Based Briefing. Should we make tennis vegan? Part 2 by Jordi Casamajana at veganfta.com. The New Yorker with a mission. In addition to his love of tennis, Danny is a longtime consultant to social services, social justice, environmental justice, and animal welfare organizations. So he knew how to campaign. The first thing Danny had to do, as in any campaign of any sort, was research the subject he wanted to campaign about. And he did good research indeed. Quote, My understanding is that the large majority of balls are non-vegan that there are a few varieties of balls that are inadvertently vegan because factories choose to use less expensive materials. I've learned about this because I hired a vegan design firm to work with me on this project, and we were able to do research, go into the back channels and speak to representatives at companies that are involved in the manufacturing of the balls and provide the materials, and they were able to identify some balls for us. Subsequently, I took them to a lab to have them tested and indeed verified that they were vegan. They're made of acrylic and nylon, not wool. Regrettably, the balls don't perform as well. They're a little bit too bouncy. They don't have the same amount of thickness. I believe that with a little bit of research and development, there's every reason to expect that high-performing vegan balls could be produced. It's just that no one has ever made that intentional effort. Danny went into producing vegan tennis balls himself, and although he managed it, he is not totally satisfied yet. I have produced balls overseas. I've been through a few different series of efforts to try to independently produce the balls. I know that they're vegan. The problem is they don't perform well enough. And coordinating with factories in Asia has proven to be extremely difficult and problematic. I've tried this with a few different factories, and we've never been able to get to a high-performing ball. But there were a lot of communication problems and cultural differences. I don't believe, based on that experience, that the balls can't be produced. I think there just need to be people involved that are more knowledgeable about it and committed to it. My hope is not only that we can substitute the wool for vegan materials, but that we can create a more environmentally friendly ball, that we can produce a biodegradable ball because these balls would not be particularly good for the environment either. I mean, we obviously eliminate the problem of animal cruelty and factory farming by replacing these balls, but they still don't decompose properly. They create problems in the landfill and so forth. I did commission a study on the feasibility of producing biodegradable balls, and there's every reason to believe that that's possible as well. Another type of vegan activism. Perseverance and tactical thinking are two of the required skills for good campaigners, and I think Danny qualifies. My first intention was to attempt to produce the balls myself, and I worked on that for about maybe a year or year and a half. I tried four different times to work with factories overseas, and it did not materialize. After that, I decided that instead of trying to produce them myself, I would try to pursue an advocacy campaign designed to persuade the existing tennis ball manufacturers to do so. I published a change.org petition. I hired a public relations firm, and I got active on social media. I contacted Wilson, Dunlop, Penn, and Slazinger and told them about the situation. I asked if I could collaborate with them or if they would go ahead on their own and explicitly produce vegan tennis balls. No response. I hope that perhaps they're working on it behind the scenes. I also contacted PETA, which did a petition calling for all athletic equipment to be made vegan. They got about 25,000 signatures. Danny ended up launching the Make Tennis Vegan campaign via his company Sheep's Tennis, where you can also find information about vegan-friendly tennis equipment. 
This is what its homepage says. We're avid tennis players and long-time committed vegans. When we realized that most tennis balls contain wool, a highly problematic material, we became alarmed. In response, we established Sheeps, an activist company on a mission to make tennis vegan. We're focused on raising awareness about the plight of sheep and replacing the wool in tennis balls with alternative materials that result in a cruelty-free and high-performing tennis ball suitable for competitive play. We're presently developing Sheep's certified vegan tennis balls. However, because the U.S. lacks the capacity for tennis ball production, this effort involves complicated and time-consuming coordination with overseas companies. Because our highest priority is reducing the suffering of sheep and we aren't certain when Sheep's balls will be available, we decided to assert ourselves as advocates and seek the most expeditious solution, the production of certified vegan tennis balls by existing tennis ball companies. And indeed, if Wilson, Penn, Babolat, Dunlop, or another company commits to exclusively producing vegan tennis balls, thereby rendering sheep's balls unnecessary, we will gladly channel our energy into other projects like developing a biodegradable tennis ball, certified vegan tennis shoes, and vegan gear for other sports. If you are a vegan and play tennis, you may want to join his LinkedIn group as well as his Facebook group. This is what his Care2 petition asks. We, the signers of this petition, urge the leading tennis ball manufacturers in the United States to no longer make use of wool in the production of tennis balls and to instead produce the balls with animal-free materials. By doing so, the leaders of these companies are offered the opportunity to spare a practically countless amount of sheep from exploitation and death and to contribute profoundly to an ever-growing movement away from the consumption of animal products and toward a kinder, healthier, and more just and sustainable society. For certain, those among us who play the sport of tennis will be elated to purchase vegan tennis balls, and we will be forever grateful that we may finally play our beloved sport worry-free. It would be great if any vegan tennis player, professional or otherwise, could help this campaign. Famous plant-based players such as Venus Williams, Serena Williams, or Novak Djokovic may not care that much about whether there are animal products in their equipment. But perhaps the American Vicky Cosio, who became vegan in 1999 and said she did it for the animals, would. Or the Australian Bernard Tomic, as when he became vegan, he said he is a believer in karma and, quote, I don't miss animal products because there are animals involved. Or the Australian Nick Kyrgios, who became vegan just within the last year or two, and he seemed genuinely distressed about the loss of all the animals in the wildfires in Australia. Perhaps in addition to investing in fake meats or vegan restaurants, they could invest in research to produce vegan tennis balls. Or perhaps discuss this issue with the major ball manufacturers and sponsors. Wouldn't that be both nice and consistent? Vegan tennis players helping make tennis vegan is something that I would expect. Here are some of their Twitter handles if you want to suggest that to them directly. At Bernard Tomic AU and at Nick Kyrgios. I don't play tennis, but I am wondering if there are any vegan tennis players in the UK playing competitively who perhaps could help too. They may be in a better position to ask their tennis clubs or tournament organizers if they can provide them with vegan tennis balls. I'm saying specifically UK players because since 2020, ethical veganism has become a protected philosophical belief in Great Britain, and therefore perhaps they may be more successful in their request if they point this out. What about my ball? It was time to find out whether the ball I had at home was vegan. I showed it to Danny during the Zoom call. He looked at it and said that it was probably not vegan. Disappointing, indeed. But in my case, the solution was simple. The next time I went to the park, I took the ball there and left it around the area I had found it. 
I thought a dog would most likely pick it up and adopt it as a new toy, and indeed it was gone the following day. And when I came back home, I of course signed Danny's petition. Please also do so. It was easy for me to act on my discovery, but those who love playing tennis competitively would have to face a real dilemma. I don't think it's fair that the only choice for them is dropping their beloved sport from their lives as I dropped the ball in the park. They should be able to enjoy it as anyone else without feeling they are contributing to animal suffering. And the same applies to any other sport or hobby. We all should get inspired by Danny's attitude and rather than move away from the problem, get even closer trying to solve it. Research what's there. Research for what is not there yet. Try to make the changes yourself, and if that doesn't work, try to persuade others in a much better position to make them. By not quitting his sport for not being vegan enough, Danny could perhaps one day achieve his goal. For him and all vegan tennis players. For them and all the unfortunate sheep forced to give their hair for the sport. If we help him, he could make tennis vegan. We all can. You just listened to Should We Make Tennis Vegan? by Jordi Casamajana at veganfta.com. And I'm Marian Erickson, and this is Plant-Based Briefing. I, too, an avid tennis player, was horrified to learn that tennis balls are not vegan. I'm doing everything I can to help Danny with his cause, and I hope you will as well. I'll have a link to the original post in the show notes, and I'll also put links to the Facebook and LinkedIn groups and to Danny's website, sheeps.tennis. And like Jordy suggested, please tweet Bernard Tomic and Nick Curios and suggest that they use their influence to help make tennis vegan as well. Please share this episode with anyone who might benefit, and thanks for listening.